This is Gary coming at you with episode 41 along with my Fit for Life radio co-host, the Will Shively. What's up? What was uh, at the little pool party? What, what, what was your, um, you were talking about you wanted to make a name or something where Will Shively worked really well? If I change my Instagram because I like to grill, change it to Grill Shively. There you go. That's it. You just gotta. I'm thinking about it. I gotta commit. Mm. Kind of like that segues into our topic today, doesn't it? Yep. Perfectly. So, speaking of committing, in Grill Shively here, not taking action on his grilling Instagram, we are talking about just that taking action versus gathering information. I'm so sure, you know, it's kind of a bit of a conundrum here as you listen to this podcast. And as we give you information, we're going to tell you, and we might have even talked about this before. I'm sure we have. But we start to notice, you know, we're in a very good situation where, you know, we're lucky that people trust us and we have clients who we work with all the time and do strategy sessions. And then we get to meet with brand new people who are maybe reaching out for the first time and we do strategy sessions. So we get to hear a lot of stories and you know for most people it's there's a lot of commonalities yes. and underlying things and you just see so many people you know 90% that come in or are struggling they know what to do they know all the diets they've done whole 36 times they see, they've heard about keto they've you know done crossfit they've done you know boot camps they've done just cardio they've done pretty much it's just everything everything under the sun everything but no one you know but then obviously people are still struggling right so then you get people who you know we have people who come to our gym and, and do our online coaching and they get great results there's people that go to crossfit and get great results there's people that do orange theory there's people that go to gold's gym there's people that do p90x that all get great results so you start looking around and you realize you know, it's not about even the information. Like, you know, there could be some varying information. But what's the commonality of all the people who get great results? It's they, they do it. They do it. They're taking action consistently on something. Yeah, I think, and that's like I I get to talk to a lot of people that come in and they're new. You know, being um, you know the person who sits down with all the strategy sessions, um, and most people will say, "Hey." I've done a lot of research and I've done a lot of reading and I know all the things I should be eating and I've tried this diet and that diet. Um, but they'll always come back with a but. I still, you know, am struggling. You know, like I know all the information, but I can't do it. And I think that is really across the board, like maybe one of the bigger problems is like less doing and more just getting ready to do. Everyone's getting ready. I got to get perfect. I have to get all the information gathered before I can take my first action step. And I think that hinders a lot of people. Yeah. The process. A lot of people have, they want a perfect timing, you know? So they think, well, let me think ahead in my schedule. And, oh, this holiday will be done. No birthdays yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a three-week stretch where everything lines up to where I could be perfect with whatever I want to do and yeah. take action on it. But the thing is, okay, well, that's a three-week stretch out of 52 weeks in the year, but that's actually not your normal. Nope. So all you're going to do is try to 
create this environment and structure these habits in a time that's not the norm. Yeah. So It's easy, but it's not what you would normally be dealing with. So you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by you know, doing it during an easy period. Yeah, so really what we have to do is realize, you know, there is no perfect, there is no gathering enough information and comparing information. It's literally just taking action in the true magic. And any information is just a starting point, yes. right? Like there's no, there's no perfect for anyone. You know, it's all, all varying degrees of what works and what doesn't. But the true magic is tracking and adjusting, mm-hmm. right? And that's with, you know, the exercise, that's with nutrition, that's with anything you want to do, you know? I mean, well, to kind of compare, I know with business, it's the same thing. When I, you know, I could have read a million books on starting a business, but at the end of the day, you just have to do it. And you mess up a bunch and you adjust and you learn and you either, you know, don't make enough money to stay in business or you make enough to stay and and you just learn as you go. And yeah, you can pick up some tips and strategies along the way, but really they don't mean anything unless you implement them. And some of them you implement won't work and some of them will. Uh, But at the end of the day, and it's the same for fitness, I think what people are avoiding by not taking action is the fact that then they don't trust their self. They don't trust that they're going to follow through. So maybe you're the person who you haven't. You've done five things in the past and haven't followed through. So then every time you're about to start again, you almost take longer to get going because there's more and more doubt because you've kind of let yourself down. Yeah, I think people, um, you know, get kind of stuck in that. Um, I'm trying to think where I was going with this. Um, doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think basically people get stuck with not believing in themselves. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's so, so then they kill time by just researching and gathering more information. Yeah, and right. I think oh, this is where I was going to go with it. That it's just people have trouble committing 100. percent and I think part of it lies in you know, the worry that, well, what if I commit 100% and I fail? You know, And that fear of failure, I think, holds people back mm-hmm. a lot. Whereas it's not just you either fail or you, or you don't. It's not like you pass or fail. When, with a lot of things, when you're trying to get better, even if you try something and you get a little bit better, you know, just a tiny bit, just a smidge, not what you wanted, but you still improved. That's still, like, like Gary said, you, you track, see what did I do? And you adjust based on what happened. And I think that all or nothing approach to anything kind of gets in the way to where people feel like if they don't lose 50 pounds, then they failed. Whereas, hey, you lost four pounds. That's actually a good starting point and see, you know, what can I improve upon rather than saying, oh, I didn't lose the 50 I wanted to lose. You know, let's try again next year or whenever I gather enough different information to try something else. Yeah, and then for some kind of a real-world example of that, we'll boil it down to like a nutrition example. And we'll do that. I just did a poll on my Instagram. I've done this poll a few times. It always What's good to throw comes out, out the same is what do you struggle more with, exercising consistently or good eating habits consistently? And it's always literally like 90% or more, you know, the nutrition side of things. And, you know, a big reason is because – Exercise, you know, if we're doing it for most people, it's, you know, an hour out of our day. But the nutrition takes up 23 hours, right? So it's just uh, around the clock. There's a lot more chances 
to to eat or to not realize what you're eating. So it's just more difficult, right? So then that's the thing where, you know, I think for the most part, a lot of people yeah, can find some kind of form of exercise they enjoy, stick with it for some time. When people do fail, I think is when they they bounce around from thing to thing and they're looking for like this super entertaining, exciting. They want exercise to be, it's kind of like relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the beginnings stage yeah where it's all exciting and everything's new and then it kind of you know you're quote unquote in love or in lust and then all of a sudden you fall out of love so then you start looking for love again and then that always ends up being you know where the person that ends up with like 52 relationships or six marriages it's because at some point it's not that you fall out of love it's just that that's what you were kind of banking on was that that initial stage and, and that's that ex- how it would feel the whole time yep that excitement so then when it's not there you lose interest or, or you're comparing everything to that so it's the same thing of exercise like you're going to do something and yeah, after a while it's going to the newness is going to wear off and if you go looking for something else it's going to start that whole cycle i mean the newness is always going to wear off and then you bounce around and then you're not consistent um or you could even look at it like you go really hard just like yeah, if you're, you're a guy, you know, you go out on that first date and first few months, you're always buying flowers and doing all this stuff. And yeah, you go hard, but you you can't sustain that. And then two two years in, you know, you're just slouching on the couch. You forget your anniversary and all that good stuff. Same thing with exercise. You go really hard, go 100%. I'm going six days a week, two hours a day. You're not going to be able to keep that up. So lose it. Uh, but for the most part, you just kind of find something that you want to commit to and... You just do it, do it and, and show up and put in the work, just like relationships. It will, as time goes by, you'll appreciate it even more and you'll enjoy it and it will find, you'll find a good place with it. Yeah. So with nutrition, you have all that, but then the fact that there is so many distractions, there's so, I mean, from different types of diets to then just distracting foods, right? You could wake up in the morning, throw on your Instagram see some food blog and, and a couple different foods. So right then you're being exposed to food and, and your brain and stuff's going on and you're thinking, oh, I want that. And then you hop in your car and you drive to work and you pass a, you know, a KFC or a Wendy's or and Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin Donuts. So then you're thinking of those foods and and then you get to work and a friend has something for you that they brought to work. And so we're just bombarded all the time with food messages and diets and extreme things to where we just kind of take it all in. So we'll take in the information, we'll search for more, we'll realize, you know, hey, there's a blood type diet. Maybe, yeah, that's it. Maybe I'm eating the the wrong food. And then there's this keto diet. Yeah, it's carbs. I need to cut that out. And then there's a vegan diet. Yeah, it's the animal food I've been eating. But then there's a carnivore diet. Yeah, that's it. It's I need to cut out the plants I've been eating. And you're just taking in all this information and not actually doing any of these things like consistently or long term to even see, hey, is this an approach that A, works for me and will last for me, right? When in actuality, yeah, they're all working because someone's talking about how it changed their life. Yep. But the catch is that person did it. Yeah, they committed to it and they just stuck with it. Um, And I think think people put too much stock in the method and not just like – and we've talked about this before, and I think it's just worth hammering home. Like, the method is never the secret. Like, being in ketosis isn't what makes you lose weight. 
Absolutely is not. Yeah. It's just being in a calorie deficit, just same as like being a vegan. It's not that you stopped eating meat that and animal products that, that made you lose weight. It's just you're eating less calories. And so putting less stock in the method and more in just does this fit with my lifestyle and just searching for that rather than looking for that excitement, just like the workouts, you know, like, oh, I'm starting this vegan diet. It's going to be sick. Um, and you get hyped up and it's new and it's fresh and you're, you know, you're talking about it and then, and then you just got to go on with your life and, and live, live your day and yeah. it gets less exciting. Um, you know, the food isn't quite as exciting. Same with, you know, any diet. Yeah. We're um, not to flip that. Like a vegan diet is great if you're doing actually doing it. Right. Exactly. So, because yeah, it is going to help, you know, limit food choices for you and get you in a calorie deficit and you may have, and you'll have more energy and lose weight. So the difference, what we're saying is don't be the person who's reading all about that and then not doing it. Yes. Like you're like, Oh, I'm thinking about going vegan. And then you're just still eating everything you normally eat. Right. And yeah. not actually doing it. Right. Or you like do it twice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Out of your week, yeah. you, you, or you do it to do it. Yeah, when it's convenient, when you have that two week stretch where you don't have soccer and like summer pool weekends haven't started or mm-hmm. something. So you know, just pick something that seems sustainable to you and enjoyable, and then take action on it. Right? Don't don't try to be perfect. Do it. You, for most people, journal everything you eat. Right. So so pick an approach. Journal everything. Actually do it. It's going to involve actually eating less for most people if your goal is weight loss. So you have to actually eat less. You just can't read about it. (laughs) Then track what happens, right? Are you losing weight? Great. Keep doing it. Are are you not? Then maybe you need to find where you're not eating less or, you know, just make adjustments as needed. The real magic's in what's happening, you know? Like we have clients who are vegan and have gone on a vegan diet and had amazing things happen and they lost weight and felt better and gained energy and they did that because they were taking action they were tracking and they, they did were it for a year two adjusting. years or whatever it may be and just stuck with it yeah and, and we've had cl- to the next cool thing yeah but on the flip side we've had clients who have done the carnivore diet and lost weight and gained energy and but the key is they were taking action on it they were doing it they were tracking they were adjusting so you start seeing, you know, it's not about reading the information on all these millions of different options. It's about picking something, taking action, tracking, and adjusting, right? Yeah. So if you if you want a book, it would this is it. It would probably be three pages. And the first chapter and first page would be take action. The second chapter, second page would be track. And the third page and last chapter would be adjust, right? That's That's really all... You need, yeah, more more of it. And I think, and and something I've noticed, I'm sure it's the same for you. The people who get the best results, you know, we've trained a lot of people over the years, are the people who just not, not even worrying about it being perfect. They just do it, like you know. And this is maybe a more extreme example, but like I would tell them what to do, and they do it 100. percent Trust everything I say, and go all in and don't stress about it. They're like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what this person told me to do. I'm going to do it. And they do it and they stick with it and they do well. And they report when, you know, maybe they aren't doing as well. They're like, Hey, I did this. This didn't work. You know, that's the whole adjust thing. You adjust and then you move on. So, um, yeah. And not saying everybody has to be, you know, mindless and just do everything they're told, but it helps when you can commit like that and trust the process and not, you know, think twice about it. So, 
Um, I think it's a really big, big aspect of it. It's the same with, you know, exercise and, and nutrition. So, um, you know, just jump in even, you know, the most, we'll say mediocre, um, training plan or nutrition plan is going to work really well if you are consistent. So, you know, uh, people do the same thing with training plans. Like, all right, well, what's the best program for me? Well, I mean, the best program is one you're going to show up to and, and do consistently and not burn out on. That's it. Like, that's quote unquote the best. It doesn't have to be, you know, the Mr. Olympia routine somebody followed that got them the most jacked or, or whatever it is. It's just something you can keep doing because you can do the most perfect routine, you know, once a week and you're going to get worse results than you are doing just some half-assed mediocre routine three days a week. So same thing with your nutrition. You know, you can have the most perfect dialed in macros. Everything's picture perfect. It'll get you to lose weight if you could only hit your macros and your targets and your calories or whatever every day. But if you get something that you're like, man, I could do this every single day and I'm good and it might be a little slower, but you you find a way of eating that works, it's going to work way better. You know, you, you took action on something that you could sustainably do. So, mm. preach. I'm sweating. Step down off that soapbox, man. Mm. I have to. Mm. Makes me seem taller. Yep. So yeah. So there it is. And really, we could dig in even more. Or a whole another episode is on that second chapter there, which is track. Yes. I think we should do a full episode on yeah. on tracking and how to maybe how to start and. Well, I mean, when I say tracking, I mean. In a super general sense. Like oh, people, yeah, yeah, people yeah, avoid yeah. it whatsoever. And this could be tracking your body weight to know. This could be tracking your food like you're talking about. But I mean, you you know, this could be... Just you have macro to macro track something. Metri- you have to have metrics to track. Because what gets tracked gets measured and gets... That's you how know, you make an adjustment. Take an action on. It's how you know if something's working or not working. Yeah. And if you ignore it, if you're like... Not that you have to weigh yourself, but weighing yourself is very uh, useful. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, I would say you, if you're serious about losing weight, you, you, should weigh you need to weigh yourself. Like yeah. a lot of times what happens when people are like, ooh, I don't like the scale. And then there's like 42 different memes and things about not caring about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, you don't like it because it's you're not giving you the information and it's, feedback you want. It's the cold hard truth for the most part. You know, like if you have weight to lose, um, you know, you should lose weight on scale. You know, you're not going to lose 30 pounds of fat and gain 30 pounds of muscle. For the most part, like most people are not going to do that. So your weight shouldn't stay the same on the scale. Um, and I think, you know, people being afraid of the scale, you're just avoiding, yep. you know, the truth of the situation, which may be, hey, I need to do something different. You know, what yeah. I'm doing isn't working. Yeah. And I think people are afraid of that. But it's a good tool. If you can just accept, hey, I want to change. I need to, to take some action. And this is a useful tool for helping me realize, you know, if what I'm doing is working or not. Yeah. And if you're taking action, you'll know what to adjust. And the funny thing is we know when people are taking action uh, because, A, we'll track certain metrics, and, B, they normally complain, yeah. right, about if someone's really, say, taking action with their nutrition habits, they're complaining about, oh, it's so hard to turn this down at the grocery store, and, man, you know, cooking my food, you know, it's, it's tough. And the thing is, as with anything – there's going to be like pushback and complaining and discomfort in the beginning. That doesn't mean it's a bad or wrong thing, nope. right? Like you can think back to, you know, maybe when you bought your first house, when you had a kid, you know, when you started college or went back to school. I guarantee you the first hundred days of those things were pretty stressful, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of change going on, but that doesn't mean they were a bad choice, 
you know, and then you get through that. So, yeah, typically if, if nothing's that stressful or hard, then you're still in that gathering information stage and not taking action because you'd be complaining a little, yes. which, again, is fine. So, yeah, when you're choosing to do anything, you need to have a metric or, or a few metrics that you track. And, but you have to take the emotion out of it and understand it's just data. It's just giving you information so you can actually know what to do, right? So, you know, with our nutrition coaching online and everything, you know, it's vital, right? If, if someone's not really tracking their food, whether they're, you know, doing it on my fitness pal or, or writing it down and, and sending it in, then there's like no information. And then if they're not weighing in, how do we know what to do? There, there's no, yeah, it, you could be like, um, I don't, I'm, I don't feel like I'm losing weight. What's the skill set? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't weighed myself. Well, what, where are your calories at? What are you eating? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been journaling. So then it's just like, what are you supposed to do? Right? Yeah. Like, so you can see where if, but then if someone's, you know, journaling and, and they have all that information, then it's, then you can, you'll get to where you want to go faster because you can make more accurate adjustments. Then all of a sudden we can be like, oh, well, you, 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 maybe you're eating too much and then adjust and then you'll lose weight and then you'll know that was the right adjustment to make or that you weren't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, same thing with exercise, right? Well, what if you're, if you're in pain and sore all the time? You're probably not recovering, right? Well, then it's important to know what exercises are you doing? What exercises cause pain? How many days are you taking off? You know, all these kind of things. How's your sleep? All that stuff. Yeah. So, and this is stuff where, you know, like people that train at our gym in person, you know, that's what's great about having a coach or a trainer is they obviously know the program or they should know their program and what's going on. So we can know those things a lot more because we know everything we're doing at the gym. We see them train, things like that, right? So... Uh, if you're someone who just kind of goes to the gym and, and wings it on your own, you know, it's important for you to be critical of everything you're doing and not just doing whatever, you know. Yeah, like, oh, I hurt my shoulder and it hurts every time I go to the gym, but I have no, I, you know, you're not doing the same stuff or you have no idea what you've been doing. So you can't even pinpoint why it hurts or what you shouldn't do or anything like that. Yeah. So, again, but, tracking. Yeah. So again, we did get off on that little tangent because at least that person's they're taking action. Yeah. But yes, if you're someone who you listen to a lot of podcasts, you read a lot of books, download a lot of blog articles, you know, really challenge yourself and be like, am I taking action on any of this stuff that I'm gathering? Right. Yeah. And then boil it down to a few things, a few sources you trust. Pick some starting points. Remember, that's all any information is, just is a starting it. point and just do it. So pick your starting point. The metric you want to track, and then adjust accordingly and give it time. Yeah, that's it. Just do, just do stuff. Just do. That's it. It gets cool to fail. It's okay. It just tells you, hey, I need to change something. But if you don't ever do anything and you're always gathering information, then you know you're not going to fail, but you're not going to get anywhere either. So, you know, take the risk. All right, guys. Hopefully that's helpful. Remember, if you need anything, hit us up on Instagram. Yep. Drop a review on iTunes for the podcast. And we'll be back. We'll be back next week. We'll try to get some more inter- or some interviews lined up. We haven't done any in a while. Yeah. Uh, we did a bunch before. But that will keep it keep it fresh so you don't have to just keep hearing from Will and I. Yeah, we it probably get stale. We'll get some some interesting folks yeah. in here. Some better radio voices. Yeah. Alright guys. Take it easy. Holler. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.